what's that old saying? Cheaters never prosper. Boy, oh boy. Uh, we're seeing the effect of that in Major League Baseball. Astros manager A.J. Hinch and general manager Jeff Lufno fired on Monday, an hour after Manfred, who is the uh, baseball commissioner, uh, suspended them from the 2020 season for their role in the cheating scandal. Uh, this cheating scandal um, was uh, basically that they stole signs and won the 2017 World Series. Now, uh, Boston Red Sox fired manager Alex Cora for his role. Here to talk about uh, where all of this, uh, all of these names fit in and where the scandal sits right now, Rick Zamperin. He knows all about sports. He's a sports director at, at our brother station, CHML 900 in Hamilton. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on, Rick. Always a pleasure. Kelly, good morning. Thanks for having me on today. Okay. Admittedly, I am not a uh, sports fanatic. I'm not a baseball fan beyond I see the odd game. Um, but this is a big deal. This is uh, The story is that when the Houston Astros won the 2017 World Series, there was a whole lot of cheating going on. There certainly was. And this is, um, you know, probably the biggest scandal that baseball has had to endure since, A, the steroid scandal, uh, and B, probably have to go all the way back to the 1919 Black Sox scandal in which uh, the uh, Chicago White Sox at the time were playing the Cincinnati Reds, not to bore anybody, but they basically threw the 1919 World Series. Eight of them got caught. They were banned, uh, and, and some of them banned for life. Uh, fast forward to the steroid scandal. You know, we all know that steroids had a huge black mark on baseball, uh, so much so that, you know, the likes of Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens are not in the Hall of Fame as baseball writers have refused to allow them entry into Cooperstown. And now this. And this is, uh, you know, a huge, I wouldn't say dilemma for baseball because they've nipped it in the bud, I think, with these, uh, you know, harsh suspensions. You have A.J. Hinch, uh, the now former manager of the Houston Astros, Jeff Luno, who is the general manager in Houston, both suspended for the season, both fired by the Astros. Are they out of work forever now? Oh, man, I would have to think that A.J. Hinch is probably never going to be a manager again. He might be a bench coach, maybe a hitting coach, uh, or, or maybe has, you know, has to live in the minor leagues for a while before getting back to the majors. Luno, I think, is probably done uh, as a general manager or even a front office executive in baseball. And Alex Cora might be the same, you know, the manager of the Boston Red Sox. You know, a team he, uh, you know, just a couple of years ago led to the World Series, who's the, you know, purported ringleader of this, you know, sign-stealing uh, scandal. Uh, also, you know, fired by the Red Sox. Uh, Major League Baseball has not announced a suspension for Cora, but I would think that it's at least going to be a year, if not more, because he is basically the originator of this uh, sign-stealing uh, sign stealing fiasco. I, re- I heard somebody talking with Jeff MacArthur yesterday about this, and they said it wouldn't be unusual. They would almost put money on the fact that Cora will uh, receive a lifetime suspension. What do you think of that? Oh, wow. Lifetime would be massive, and I'm not sure. I was thinking like two years, but you know, at the end of the day, he's never going to be a manager again. There's not going to be a team. There's not going to be an owner that says, okay, I want this guy. Yeah, he did something bad, but yes, I think he's uh, you know rejuvenated and he's going to lead our team to bigger, better things. I think his life as a major league manager is over, and uh, yeah, they had some success on the fields. They all have you know World Series rings, but at the end of the day, it's a little bit tainted, and I know that the owner of the Astros said that 
Now, the 2017 title wasn't tainted, but I think it is a little bit when you're well, when you're you know using technology to steal signs to get an advantage. I think there's you know a black mark there. Well, a black mark. I don't even know how you, if you've if you've cheated and somebody's won because of the cheating. Uh, rather than you know getting the teams together again and playing out that series, I don't know how you can even say that it, the World Series actually legitimately had a winner. I would just wipe that from the slate. Maybe that's tough, but I I just put a big the you know nope black X through that 20, 2017 World Series. Might seem yeah, I, unfair. I, I, no, I, I totally agree that, you know, there's always going to be fans, uh, whether it's uh, with the Astros or any other team that looks at that, you know, 2017 World Series and, you know, look at it a little differently now, whether there's going to be an asterisk there or whatnot. Uh, you know, the fact of the matter is that, you know, the, the team used technology to steal signs. And, you know, yeah, tell us, those... Rick, walk us through the process for those that don't know the story, very aren't very familiar with it. And I know there are a lot of people out there. What exactly were they doing? How was this cheating scheme uh, working? So I'll start with this. So, so sign stealing in itself is not illegal in baseball. You are allowed to steal signs. If there's a runner on second base and he's looking at the catcher to see what the pitcher is throwing, you know, he can motion or the, you know make some kind of signal to the batter to say, hey, the pitch is going to be outside. Or you know, he might you know tug at his uh, you know. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I think it's a family show. Fastball. Yeah, exactly. You know, they they'll give some signs to the batter, but. What the Astros did was using technology. So they had a video camera in center fields that would radar in to what the catcher was signaling to the pitcher. And then someone in the Astros organization would bang on a garbage can to indicate what pitch was coming. So if it was a fastball, it would be one bang. If it was a change, bu- a change up, two bangs. If it was a curveball, you know, three bangs and on and on. So the batter in, in the dugout. In, you know what? I'm not exactly sure where the garbage can was. That's ridiculous. But it was audible. You can, I've, I've seen, you know, uh, videos on YouTube and in other sources, and you can clearly hear the bang or two bangs or three bangs, and they do the sequence of pitches. And it's quite noticeable that, yeah, you know, something audible is going on. Now, you know, the critics against this whole sign-stealing scandal will say, listen, the batter still had to hit the pitch. Right. Uh, but the batter is tipped off as to what is coming on, whether there's a man on second base or third or first or the bases are empty. Uh, they had, at least in their home games, a unique advantage over the well, other Well, the element of surprise is no longer there. Exactly. Yeah, when you know what's coming. Um, you can prep you know, for it. Exactly. But some, I mean, some batters are great at knowing what's coming or guessing what's coming, but this was obviously an added element. That is ridiculous. I thought I knew about this, but when the trash can uh, component (laughs) enters into it, that is so lo-fi. I can't believe they even figured it out. And I guess they, that was the whole goal. Like, how can we outwit the system? Because uh, one would say, if the opportunity is there, are you cheating if you take it up? Well, in this case, they are because you cannot use video equipment to steal signs. You can do it with the naked eye, but mm-hmm. once you have a video camera and you know a high zoom lens and all this kind of stuff, you're going above and beyond what the real book, uh, rule book states. The other thing to keep in mind here too is that Carlos Beltran, who was on that 2017 Houston Astros team, is now the manager of the New York Mets. Recently installed, just you know several weeks ago. Uh, so, you know, many people are speculating, mm. is he going to be, well, A, he's implicated in it because Commissioner Rob Manfred mentioned his name during the news conference uh, the other day. Uh, but some are, are thinking, okay, is he going to be now suspended as well? Are the Mets going to have to, you know, turn around and now fire their, you know, weeks old 
uh, new manager. Uh, this is, you know, a mushroom cloud that is yet to settle. It's interesting because uh, no players are going to be disciplined for breaking rules um, as far as the, uh, the, you know, stealing signs um, fiasco and uh, scandal, you know, from 2017 is concerned. Uh, that to me sounds odd because if everybody knew what to do with the garbage can, when I hit the garbage can, you have to know that that information is coming from somewhere. So wouldn't yeah, they all be kind of technically guilty? I completely agree with you. They were all in. Everyone knew what was going on uh, for Rob Manfred to just target the general manager and manager. I think he's just saying, listen, this was, uh, you know, the, the, the plan of the organization, at least in the front office, and didn't want to implicate, at least in terms of, you know, guiltiness, if you will, all the players, because are you going to wipe out an entire roster of players, what if some of them didn't know? What if some of the pitchers didn't know what was going on? I don't know. You know, I find that hard to believe, but to wipe out an entire roster might be a little too heavy-handed. What, I mean, you can give them all 10-game suspensions or 80-game suspensions, whatever the case is, but now you're really throwing the Astros, uh, you know, a huge uh, curveball in terms of filling out the roster and paying guys. And So I think Manfred did what he had to do, and he targeted the two key individuals, at least with Houston, um, to target most of the players or all the players might be going a little too far. All right, we'll see what happens with Cora in the... Uh, yeah. When do we expect that we'll find out about what's going on with Cora in the coming weeks? I would think within the week. You know, okay. this is really hot and heavy. I think Manfred wants to, you know, clear the table and get this passed before we even go to uh, spring training. All right, Saturday is Winterfest, and you anticipate that the Blue Jays are going to reveal new uniforms. You are betting... That it's the uh, famous powder blue uniforms. They're going to make a comeback. Why do you say that? Well, the Jays released a uh, video on their Instagram and Twitter accounts on Monday, which, you know, I'll just paint the picture. It's basically an overhead view of a dirty home plate, and you can kind of make out, you know, a little light blue on the plate. And an umpire uh, kind of sweeps away the dirt, as they usually do, and home plate gets dirty, uh, from the plate, and it reveals an entirely powder blue home plate. And the hashtag at the end is, you know, hashtag new blue uh, and, um, uh, you know, Fan Fest or Winterfest coming up this Saturday. So uh, we have been, we, you know, the sports fans or baseball fans have known that the Jays are thinking about uh, altering their uniforms or tweaking their uniforms. We did see when uh, Ryan Duke signed with the Jays that he was wearing the white uh, home jersey, which was a little tweaked because Nike now has uh, the contract for Major League Baseball uniforms. There's, you know, the swoosh on the jersey, and it's a little bit different from last year. And seeing the powder blue home plate, uh, uh, Marvin Gaye, let's get it on, playing in the background. I'm, I'm speculating. I'm intimating, and others are as well. Why? Because it, what, what does the uh, let's get it on have to do with anything? Uh, I don't know. I think it just added spice to the slow motion wiping of the dirt. <laughs> really. Well, is it does it, it add to the whole idea of nostalgia? We're going back here. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah, there'd be you could pick you know a number of songs to kind of uh, you know tweak or or, or uh, you know check off kind of the, the memory bank of you know the, mm-hmm. the 1977 to 88 Blue Jays. Uh, you know, the song is great. It adds a little bit of uh, you know nostalgia to it. But uh, yeah, I think the Powder Blues are coming back. I think they won't be exactly the same as what they were in the 70s and 80s. But uh, I think it's a good move for the Jays because you know they have a fan base that is. 
uh, you know, aging and, uh, you know, can remember those times. And you have a lot of new fans with a lot of the new players that are coming up who are going to look at these uniforms and say, yeah, they're, they're pretty darn cool. I think we better uh, somehow mark uh, January 15th out on the uh, somewhere in the archives, Chris, as the day that I asked a male colleague of mine what Marvin Gaye is hinting at with <laughs> Let's Get It On. Um it's a family show, right? It's uh, always. It is always a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks so much for making sense of the things going on in the sports world right now. Anytime. Have a good one. Cheers, you too. That's Rick Zamprin, sports director at 900 CHML, our brother station in Hamilton.